Good morning, good morning. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and I dare not forget to thank him for all of his benefits. We thank him this morning for the benefit of life, health, strength. We thank him for vision, being able to move, I mean, the little things, being able to say thank you and to lift our hands. We just thank him for those benefits today. Somebody didn't have that benefit on today. Somebody doesn't have the opportunity. They can't lift their hands. Somebody can't say amen or thank you, Lord. So we just want to take a second to thank him for the, the, the benefits that we can sometimes take for granted. Amen. We thank God for this beautiful yet cold Monday morning, March 14th, 2022. Thank you again for stopping by for more nuggets uh, from the Lord to help us to be forever learning, forever growing, and forever changing. With that being said, yes, it's another weekly podcast with our scripture of the week and forever changing with Ramonda Moore Brown. Hallelujah. This week, we're going to go into the scripture and we are in Mark chapter 2 and verse 22. And I tell you, I've heard this thing preached, taught, shared in so many different ways, but God has another little spin on it this morning, and I just want to be available to share what he wants me to share uh, in this hour, in this moment. Uh, And it reads, King James, and no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred. But new wine must be put into new bottles. I'm going to say that again. New wine must, not shall, not might, I'm sorry, not might, not could be, but it must be put into new bottles. And um, I'm going to go to, I wanted to go to another version. This electronics is showing up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I will, I will go for it. Y'all just give me just a second because I really wanted to. Um, to because we I like to use the King James because it's good to bring, you know, for memory and teaching the kids. But for study, you know, I uh, use uh, sometimes other versions. And uh, 22 is where we and the NIV 22 is where we get the new wine skin and old wine skin I'm sorry and no one pours new wine into old wine skins otherwise the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and wine skins will be ruined no they pour new wine into new wine skins and I wanted to share that because um it's just gonna lead into to kind of how I want to take this thing on today uh, the bottles they said the bottles will be marred and I had to do a little research you know I have to research and it was and I was wondering even as a child or when I heard that before I didn't really understand it you know new wine old wine skins I really didn't get it I'm thinking just maybe uh, from a carnal I just put it out there from a carnal mindset I was thinking, well, just because uh, if it's old, 
It might wear out over time. You know, I didn't have a spiritual insight on um, it or even, you know, historical. So, but I, I found out that uh, the reason that we don't put them in the natural, no, is because the grapes have to ferment. And the fermenting process is rigorous. Expansion, you know. It ferments, it bubbles. And if you do so in the wine skin, that expansion over time, the wear and tear is right, because that's just like the natural. We get a little bit of it, but we don't comprehend the full understanding of it because we have to think or use our spiritual thinking. But in this process of an old wine skin or an old bottle, you know, it may cause it to burst just going through the process. How many know that? The process of almost any and everything is rigorous. It is hard. It is tedious. Going through the process can cause some damage. Mm, I said that. But thank God the spiritual process, it only causes damage to those things that are not of God. Amen. But going through this process, it may cause it. And then you're going to ruin not only the wine skin or the bottle that has been prepared and set aside for this use, but you're going to lose that wine that you are trying to, to, uh, you know, to create. You want to go through the process because you're looking for the end result. Somebody say end result. You can say that right where you are. We're looking for the end result. So we cannot get faulty during the process because we won't never make it to the end result. Now, that was a little nugget that God just, he just shared right there. But um, we speaking of old wineskin. Now, we're going to flip it to the old man. You know, the Bible says in many scriptures, he gives us examples about, you know, uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, what? All things come new, become new. That's 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Uh, I wanted to go down to, uh, let me find this, Colossians 3, 12 through 14. This, I think this is quite right. This is where I want to be right here. So, and those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, you should, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Now, I I, I like that. That, that kind of takes us uh, to the turn that I want to take at this moment. We're talking about the new wine skin. The new wine need to be put in new wine skin. You know, I have mentioned uh, throughout the, the podcast over time how God was, you know, gave me a word about the, the, the fresh wind, the new wind, and doing a new thing. And we've been crying out for years and years and before we were even here. You know, people have been crying out for God. Lord, do a new thing in us. Mm. Release a new thing. Send a fresh wind. You know, we're ready to receive from you, oh God. We have worship song after worship song. Asking God to do these things for us. 
And somebody may be sitting going, God, I've been asking you. I've been there. I've been there. God, I've been asking you for a new thing. You told me you sent a word through a prophet. You sent a word through somebody, God, that you were going to do a new thing in me. Where is the new thing? Well, this morning, I just want you to do a little thinking. And now, if we can't put new wine and old wine skin, that's just wine. How can we think, my God, I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay calm here, but this thing is just blessing my spirit this morning. How can we think and expect God to release a fresh wind of his anointing in our heart that has not been renewed? The wine skin is old and it's worn and it's going to break. Well, the heart is hard and bitter and unforgiving. Oh, my God. Come on, God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. And it's not ready to receive a fresh wind from God. We have to go back. Even if we think we got it all just right. Even if it seems like we've been doing all of the right motions. We have to stop and take a minute and go back. And think, God. What is it in my life? What area is it in my life if I'm not aware? Because, you know, it's some things I know. You know, I've been one that I, I, I know. I know. I, you know some, I, some people say, I don't know. I know. I know where the battle is. I know where the struggle is. But in case you don't, it's good to go back and ask God, what is it, God? What is it that keeping me from being in a right posture to receive? my heart to be ready to receive the newness that you've been promising to me, oh God. The fresh wind, the fresh anointing. We've been talking about the open heaven, the open portals, the open windows of heaven. But somebody said, where is mine, oh God? Well, we have to, although we've been doing some good things. Come on now. We've been doing some good things. You may have been doing some good works, helping somebody, blessing somebody, doing the things that you do at your church, church or your community, or with your family. But there's somewhere in there, in the heart, mm -hmm, in the vessel that's going to receive what God has. It has to be cleaned up. We have to be in a perpetual, and I mentioned that, a perpetual state of repentance. Repentance is not something that's a one-stop. It's something forever because we are in this flesh, as I mentioned on here time and time again. And in order to receive that fresh wind, that rain, that that the, the things that we want to come through the open heavens, we have to remember that even in the natural, if we cannot, if we don't want to mess up and 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 ruin our earthly wine, okay. We don't want to do that. We're taking precautions to protect our investment. All right. All right. Come on, Holy Ghost. Work it. Work it. We want to protect. You know, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't claim to know much about um, the winemaking process, but I do know it starts with grapes. How about that? It starts with grapes. Okay. You're going to have to do what it takes to take care of your, you can't treat your grapes any kind of way and expect them to produce top-notch wine. Come on, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. There are steps you have to take. 
There are things you have to do to the to the to the grapevine, you know? And and to prepare it. And you gotta make sure because you're making an investment, you want to be able to maybe sell this. It's a winery, okay? You wanna sell this, so you gotta do something that the next person isn't doing because you want your product to sell. Okay, so you have to take extra care of your grapes, the land, the vine, you know, whatever the case may be. You have to pick it at the right time. You have to go through the right process. You can't skip a step. You can't skimp on it or your wine will be, uh, you know, your, the, the process, the end result won't be what you're looking for. And imagine doing all of that. And at the end, whatever you are uh, uh, putting your wine into to be able to ship and sell it, if you don't secure that after all the work that you've done, if you don't make sure you don't have the right bottles or I know some come in boxes or whatever, if you are doing all of that work and spending all of that money to process this wine and get it ready and you're not doing what you're doing on a packing and shipping in, you're wasting your time. And you waste you wasted your money, and you're not gonna have the end result. Well, let's go back to the spirit. Why would God just release all of these things to you? Because you're supposed to be a blessing. We talked about being a distribution center. We talked about you know whatever it is that you were created to do, which is always centered around helping someone else. If I'm asking God to release money to me, but I won't ever help anybody else. Come on now, that makes no sense whatsoever. You can get money the world way, but if you're asking God for kingdom finances and you're not going to put it into the kingdom, that doesn't make any sense. That's about as smart as what I just mentioned with the wine. Going through all the process and not doing what it takes to to have the environment of shipping and packing to get your wine to the people who paid their money to order it. Well, why would God release kingdom finances to me? And I'm not going to do anything but buy everything for my kids. And I'm not going to do anything to help anybody else. And I'm just going to hoard and say, look at me and then call it, you know, I'm blessed of God. Okay. Why would God do that? In anything. Like I said, now you can go out and do it the world way. There is another way. But the end result ain't going to be what we're looking for. Because we want the total end result result to be after I've done what I've needed to do on earth. I've done the will of my father and my assignment is done. That's the end of one. But the ultimate end is to be able to stand before God and for him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And welcome me into to be with him for eternity. My God, my God. So today I encourage whatever the case may be, you know, to, to get in that place and prepare for what you're asking God for. Prepare for what you're believing God for. Prepare for the word that he has given. I have a, you know, a book of words. I have videos uh, and, you know, and uh, audios of things that, that, that have been spoken over my life. And yes, I'm looking forward to them coming. But I know I had to come to a place where I realized some of these things hadn't come to pass yet because I wasn't prepared to receive what God had for me. So I want to share it with, with somebody else. Make sure you're in a place to receive everything that God has for you. Getting that heart right. Going back to, and I'm going to read this again because I think it bears repeating. Amen. 
going back to Colossians in chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. You know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flashcard, index card kind of girl. Write it down, print it out, whatever you need to do. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and, pa- and patience. You know, this takes us back to, uh, it takes us back to uh, Galatians chapter 5. When we're talking about what? The fruit of the spirit. You have to be available, ready, and prepared. Clean, letting God clean us up, prepare us. And it's not, like I said, it's not a one-time thing. Because we, we need to have this being an active part of our life. You know, Lord, forgive me. Lord, prepare me. Lord, clean this out. Lord, take that out. God, do whatever it is that you need to do to make me meet for your use. My God, that needs to be in our prayer life daily so that we are prepared and we are ready and we are the vessels, the clean vessels that God can release the things that we've been praying for and waiting for. And no, it's not just about money. It's so many things, you know, family members saved. Are we doing what we need to do? Are we, are we, are we standing in the gap the right way? Are we interceding like we should be for those who need us? Some of us have been called, chosen, anointed, and appointed to stand in the gap for others. I've spoke about we got to, you know, put our mind on others. And I realized just this weekend when um, when I was, uh, we were getting ready to feed the homeless, uh, when I looked at the difference in the prices, um, for the food, you know, the natural me, I wanted to get a little bit nervous, like, you know, God, this is, you know, this is, the prices are jumping, but I had to quicken my own self, I had to check myself and say, this is what God created you to do, Reminder, and your family is going to do it to the best of the ability, and God will show you a way, but see, you can't do this thing here and there, there has to be a, a lifestyle of consistency, so you can forever have your ear tuned for the leading of the Holy Spirit, for God to lead and guide you on what to do. Because whether you know it or not, this world is changing. It's already began. We've been saying, store up, prepare, and do this and do that. And, you know, it can get overwhelming. It can get scary if you don't stay in uh, uh, in the Word, if you don't stay in God's presence. Because look at the changes all around. Everything is changing. Things are getting scarce and more expensive. Things are going haywire. Things are being kept under wraps that, you know, you got to dig and find. They're just not openly releasing but nevertheless, if we keep ourselves in a place, in a posture to forever be repenting and asking God to make us better and tuning, fine-tuning our ear so that we can hear him, we will be just fine. We will be okay. We are his chosen. As I mentioned before, he called us his own. I think that was last week. So do uh, whatever it takes, people of God, women of God. Because there are so many people in our families, on somebody's job, or whatever the case may be, that are depending on us to be in place for them. We stand in the gap. Women, period. Even if just in a natural sense. 
We are the ones that are doing, you know, people depend on us. But as women of God, we want to be there. We're ready and available for God to distribute words through us, encouragement through us, goods through us, finances through us, whatever the case may be. But we don't want to hold up the hand of God by not being the vessel that is ready and available and worthy only through the Holy Spirit to receive what God has for us. Amen. I love this word. I love coming here week after week and allowing the Lord to speak to me while through me. Amen. But I just want you to be encouraged and remember, let your vessel be worthy. Let your vessel be clean. Let your vessel be prepared for God to fill it with whatever it is that he needs to fill it with to get it to his people. I'm going to pray and we're going to end this thing, but I, I, I'm i going to do a, little, a couple of church announcements, so to speak. Uh, there are some women of God that, you know me, I'm all about promoting and uh, help, you know, helping others and, and partnership with others. And I'm just going to take a minute, but I really want to do this on today. First of all, I, I always want to acknowledge my leaders, Apostle Tommy and Katrina Garrett, Um, If you would, stop and say a prayer for their family. Apostle Tommy lost his mother. And, you know, just keep their family in prayer. I know what it's like to lose the matriarch of your family. And and, there are just no words. So please keep them lifted up in prayer. Um, And if you uh, want to be a blessing to them, they're on uh, Facebook. They're on Instagram. Apostle Tommy is, as well as Apostle Katrina, you know, reach out to them and see, you know, whatever it is that you can do to be a blessing to the family. And they also have services on Sunday in Panama City, Florida. They also have it on Facebook. Um, And if you would, you know, want to join their services, as well as my dear sister in Christ. And I'm so proud, godly proud of her, Pastor Nicole Corder and um her husband, the great Dr. Corder, um, are there at the Word Church, and um, it is at the Comfort Suites in Panama City on uh, Tyndall Parkway, and I um, believe it's 12.30, 12.30 p.m. is the first service, and then 6 p.m., you know, if you work in a day and want to catch the next. And one more thing, and we will be done, and I'm trying to locate the flyer, and I do not have the flyer at hand on hand right now, but I will tell you this, um, Apostle, I mean, Prophetess Allie B. Johnson has a ABJ Zoom, all about Jesus Zoom on Thursday nights at six o'clock East, uh, I'm sorry, Central Time, all the times that I gave you are Central Time, and it is absolutely amazing, you can reach out to her at, uh, Prophetess Allie B. Johnson, I think it is, um, and uh, on Facebook or Allie B. Johnson, and you can get that Zoom uh, for the women of God. It's amazing. She started us, when I started listening, it was about 
self-sabotage and now she's into self-worth and it's every Thursday night at 6 p.m. and I'm telling you it is a blessing so each and every one of these things that I have shared with you these are people that I know their life I know their lifestyle they are people of integrity who love the Lord and love his people so um if you want to participate in anything as well as I'm gonna go back Apostle uh, Katrina also has her raw real um authentic women it's a prophetic podcast that she has, and she does it more than once a week. Um, so it's also on the same outlets as mine, Apple and Spotify. Hers is also, I think, on iHeart and on um, Anchor as well. So if you would, you know, if you want to, to be a blessing to these women, I promise you that you will get out way, you know, way more than you could ever put in because God is using them all in a mighty way during this time. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you right now for the words, the nuggets that you shared with us on this morning. Lord, we thank you for doing it again. God, we thank you for what you're getting ready to do, God. And we are going to do our due diligence to prepare ourselves, God, to make ourselves available and ready for what you plan to release to us and through us during this hour where people will be in need like never before. Lord God, you said in your word, if we lack wisdom, that you can, that we can come to you and ask it of you, God, and you will not upbraid it. You will give it to us liberally, God. So we thank you for wisdom during these times, oh God. We thank you right now for healing in the mind, the body, the spirit, oh God. We give you glory and honor for everyone who will hear this on today or even in the days, weeks, and years to come. Lord God, that your spirit is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The, the spirit that heals, the spirit that soothes, the spirit that delivers, the spirit that that saves. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, I love you all so very much. I'm so grateful for each one of you. Be encouraged, but most of all, allow the God of all creation, who is your Father, to make you whole.